Time for our feature interview and on this week's podcast we have one of the most talented trail runners in the world and he's an absolute gent as well. He was the winner of TDS in UTMB in Chamonix last year where he won an incredible 145 kilometer race in just over 18 hours. He won the World Trail Championships with the Spanish national team in 2018 and he's represented his country on five occasions. He was on the podium in last year's Ultra Trail World Tour and he's won multiple prestigious races all over the world such as this year's Transgran Canaria where he crossed the finish line in joint first with Pau Capel. He was the Spanish Trail Champion, he was the Spanish Sky Running Champion as well as other national podiums over the last couple of years. This year he signed with the professional Adidas Trail Running Team and in his Instagram account he's got over 30,000 followers. Not bad for a mountain runner at all. It's a great privilege to welcome onto the show Pablo Villa. Pablo Villa, winner of TDS UTMB. How are you? Welcome indeed to trail running ireland <laughs> thank you i'm very happy to to chat with with you and i'm very happy because it's my first podcast in english i know well an absolute privilege to have you here pablo with us pablo just the first question just to kick things off how has the last six weeks been for you because i know it's been illegal to run in spain for the last six weeks uh, uh, it's very, it's a very difficult situation uh, for all the Spanish people, but for me, it's difficult because I love run, uh, and now it's it's impossible run out. So uh, the first the first week was uh, good, but now I'm very very bored, very tired with the, the situation. Well, I know you've been having some fun as well. I saw last week on your Instagram account that you did a mock um, refreshment zone with lots of cakes and lots of Coca-Cola. So you've been having some fun as well. Yes, I, I spend a lot of time in, in Cook or, or um, in a study, for example. And um, I use my time in, in other things and I think it's, it's a, a good option because now... Uh, you can learn about uh, things that when you have the the normal life, you can you can do. Sure, uh, absolutely, yeah. and I, I certainly agree with you that now hasn't been the time for training hard. It's about just maintaining, and then hopefully looking for races maybe in the medium to long term. I think it's a good strategy. But Pablo, what I wanted to do today in the first half of the interview was to bring the listeners and the viewers on a journey, on your 10-year athletics career, mountain running career, from 2009, when you started, until 2019, when you had that famous, fantastic win in Chamonix last year. So if we go back to 2009, what was it that made a young 21-year-old Pablo Villa choose the trails and the mountains instead of road running, track running, cross-country running? Uh, well, uh, I chose uh, trail running because uh, I think uh, the trail running have 
the best of the running and the mountains. Okay, uh, if you combine the two sports, uh, is is my passion. Uh, I love run and athletics, and I love the the mountains. It's the the perfect sport for for me. And did you live close to the mountains, Pablo? Uh, close, uh, cerca. Cerca la montaña. Did you live close to the mountains? Close to the trails? Sí, vivo cerca de la montaña. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes and no. <laughs> uh, I have a mountains about 2,000 meters uh, near my home, but I need to uh, use my, my car. I spent about uh, 20, 25 minutes and uh, in, in this distance, uh, I have a, a mountain about 2,000 meters. Wow. But, but uh, from my home, uh, I have a, a little mountain with about 100 meters of elevation, and I, I can go uh, from, my, from my home uh, run. Okay. okay. So you started trail and mountain running in 2009. And was your first big victory, maybe 2013, when you won the Desafio Somiedo? And maybe then did you realize that you had a real talent for, for trail running and mountain running? Yes, but I think the most important race to, to change my, my mentality is mentality. good. Mentality? Yeah. Okay. It was a TDS. Uh, the the year in in 2012, okay, because was my first international race and I finished it on fourth position overall, and I was the first Spanish guy and wow. I we, I won the the senior uh, the senior category. Yeah, wow, okay. So okay. I think was uh, an important change uh, in, in my sport career these, so, these so days. You were very young, um, Pablo. Was the TDS, was it around 145 kilometers like it is now? No, no. You were running uh, that when you were very young, maybe 23, 24 years of age, running that distance. Yes, yes, of course. I, I was, uh, yes, 22 or 20. 23 years, years old. And, but, uh, I love the, the trail running because I love the, the endurance race. The adventure in this race is, is incredible. You know that you start the race, but it's impossible know, uh, know if you go, if you, uh, eh, si tú pasas la línea de meta, o sea, tú conoces que vas a salir, pero no sabes si vas a, a llegar. Yeah, you don't know you're going to finish. You can yeah. certainly get to the start line, but you don't know in that type so, of race if you finish or not. And that's where the excitement is. Yeah, so uh, it's my, my first motivation to, to run endurance, endurance races. Wow, wow, okay. Um, you did TDS. You began to get some, some victories around Spain, and then you began running for the Spanish mountain running, trail running team. Um, 
What was it like as as a young athlete to to represent your country? Yes, uh, for me it was a dream because when I was young, about ten years, uh, I remember showing TV uh, Abel Anton uh, won the 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 world champions in marathon in Sevilla yeah. na- uh, ninety nine, yeah. and for me the the Athletics Federation uh, uh, is important uh, because I love the the athletics. It's a, a passion for for me, and I never imagined that uh, I could uh, wear the the Spanish T-shirt. Sure, sure. So what's a dream? It's the same T-shirt that Abel Anton used in in Sevilla '99. So it was a, a dream for, for me. Do, do you still have the Spanish singlet, Pablo? Do you still have it? Yes. The one that you had for your first international race? Yeah, yes. Yes, of course. I, I have this set in, in my armchair. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, I know, I know you ran five times for Spain, but yes. I'm sure the, perhaps the most special international vest that you got was on home territory in Spain in Peñigolosa 2018 when Spain won the World Championships of Trail Running. Um, Tell us about that day and that race. Yes, the previous year uh, we won the the gold medal in Italy. I don't know if you remember. Were you on that team as well, Pablo? Yes, the, uh, the Italy, the World Championship in Italy was was incredible because uh, I I think yes uh, the 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 first four Spanish runner uh, was in the in in the ten overall. Wow, in the top ten. Then in the top ten, uh, I remember uh, Luis Alberto won. Uh, Christopher Clemente finished on second position. Danny Garcia in five position, Miguel Caballero in eighth position, and me in tenth position was wow. was uh, was incredible. And I remember that uh, uh, one week uh, before the the World Championships, I can't run because uh, I was dos esguinces de tobillo. How say? And you sprained your ankle. Yeah. Wow. So was improving. I. I was in in good form because I I can use my my bike during a month. Um, okay. Finished the the injury with a tenth position in a world championship it was an incredible experience for me. Well, well, it just goes to show that if anybody's injured before a big race, especially yeah. on the trails and the mountains, yeah, the bike can be a fantastic alternative to maintain yeah. fitness. Yeah, and still be able to go on and get a top ten in a world championship. Yeah, with one month on the bike beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's incredible. Um, and do you have any any explanation why Pablo Spain has been such a dominant force in trail running and um, world championships over the last five years? You mentioned there in 2017, five runners in the top ten. You won yeah. again in 2018 in Peñigolosa. Why do you think that the Spanish trail runners are, are so good? 
Well, I don't know. I think in Spain uh, there are uh, a big, um, uh, a technical mountains and a lot of mountains. Uh, we have the Pirineos. Uh, we have Picos de Europa in Madrid. Uh, we have uh, mountains in Andalusia. We have mountains in Spain. There are uh, a lot of mountains, so this is important. Um, I think uh, the Spanish people love the the outdoor sports because okay. we we all we have uh, good uh, climbers, good alpinists. Yeah. So uh, the Spanish people love the the outdoors. So I think uh, uh, there are a lot of of mountain runners in Spain. So it's easy to to have a, a good uh, mountain runners okay. or, or runners. Yeah. So this, this is important. Sure. Um, and I know reading about your race in in Peñicolosa, and um, Pablo, that you said it was an inflection point for you. Because you really suffered that day, it, it was it was a bad race day for you. But you still dug deep, and I think mean, did you come twelfth or thirteenth and still scored for the team to win the gold medal? You, you learned yes. how to suffer that day. I always, uh, I'm always uh, a fighter, uh, a good fighter. So I think to be a a real champions you you have to uh, uh, how explain this uh, to to be a, a a real champions you you know you you know win and you know uh, lose or finish it on sure. on, on 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 10 position or 20 position Know how to win and know how to lose. Yeah. Uh, yes, of course. I think it's it's very important. Uh, and in Peñagolosa, uh, my expectations uh, was was big uh, because uh, the previous year I won in Ultra Pirineo with uh, Luis Alberto or Christopher Clemente in the race. So yeah. my expectations was the best in Europe at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was very big, but. Uh, if you can't won individually uh, in in this type of championship, you can uh, help your team with uh, finish it on on third position in the in the team. So I think it's it's very important for the team and, and for your country. Yeah, and sim- similar to the cross country. But I don't have a I don't have a. I don't have a good remember from Peñagolosa. It's not a a good race for me. I know, I know. But but still, another gold medal and to be world champion um, two years in a row, an incredible achievement for you and the Spanish team (laughs) as well. Um, Pablo, we mentioned TBS at the start of the interview. And you were there early in your career you went back a second time and a third time, but had different problems before you had the perfect race last year. Um, yeah. Could you tell us about the problems that you had and how you corrected those problems to make last year's race the perfect race? Now, I think if I win 
uh, if I I can I I can win TDS, I think uh, was possible because uh, I I didn't finish in 2017. Twenty seventeen, okay. okay. This race uh, in twenty seventeen was an inflex point in an my point, yeah. yes, in my was a change in my career. Yeah, because I I understood that I I had a problem with my uh, mentally in in career. In races, I, in, races yeah. Yes, I had um, a lot of pressure in the races. Pressure. Yeah. Yes. So uh, uh, after this TDS, I started to work with my psychologist. Wow. And was uh, an important, the, the the most important change in my sport career. Wow. Uh, one one month uh, after this uh, t- TDS. I, I won uh, in Ultra Pirineo. So it was an important change. And the last year, uh, in the, or sea, the, next, the, the next year, in 2018, I didn't finish uh, in TDS, but I didn't remember like a, a fracaso. How say fracaso? Yeah, you didn't remember it as a failure. As a fair race. Because I... I I was about 100k leading the the race with a with with an incredible feelings. So I, I had a mistake. I lose I lose the track. Okay. The wow. And my my reaction uh, wasn't the the best because I I put. Uh, all my my effort in in take again the the first position in the race. Okay. Yeah. And in this in this race, uh, I learned that uh, the 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 brain is the most important thing to to go on a, a big race. And you only you only uh, have uh, focus in your own effort in a race. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. Sure, Pablo. But I, I can imagine how frustration, how frustrating, Pablo, that must have been. And Pablo, I think we've just lost you on the video feed. If we can just get you back. Yep. Yes. There, you're back now. Perfect. Yeah. Um, we're back. We're back online. Um. <laughs> I can I can't imagine Pablo how frustrating that must have been to be ahead for 100 kilometers feeling so good um, and then to see the victory being taken away from you um, by losing the track. Um, <laughs> what what were the what were the pieces of advice and the tips that your sports psychologist gave you? To help overcome those mental difficulties, the secret is uh, uh, put your attention in the in the moment. It is the is the secret. You 
only only have attention in in the next case in the in your hydration hydration in your food and in your heart rates uh, is is the most important thing you don't have to pay enough attention in the in the other runners okay is for me i think it's, yeah 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 is the for me is the most important thing to 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 do a a good race in in endurance sport sure and i've heard you say before as well that for big trail races it's so important maybe for the first 75% 80% of the race to go at your pace and not to worry about competitors people yeah. around you to run at your heart rate to run at your rhythm yeah it's a, for me is the is the most important and when when uh, in the la, in the last for example, in a in a race like TDS, in the last 20k, 25k, is the moment to to evaluate the to evaluate, yeah. evaluate, to evaluate the, the race, evaluate your the situation. Yes, is the, the moment. Sure. So yeah. the the rest of the rest of the race, uh, you have to to you have to your attention in 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 on. Sure. Well, but that brings us to last year, Pablo. It must have been a fantastic feeling to finally get to the finish line yeah. after 10 years of training hard, learning along the way, and to have the perfect race and to win in just over 18 hours, I think. To win, to win clearly. Yes. Uh, TV, the last year, TDS was my AC race. Uh, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your easiest race or your easiest win, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel very good uh, during all the race. Uh, I my, my effort was uh, constant, and I don't need to suffer uh, enough. Wow. Uh, was really easy. But I think... Uh, the, the the race was very easy, but the the train was very very hard. I yeah yeah the train was the most difficult in this race. The previous training. Okay okay. Yeah. Well well maybe Pablo for the second half of the interview, you could tell us about about your training and what tips and advice you can give to trail runners all around Ireland around Europe. Um, and especially those people who are starting their trail running, mountain running careers, if you like. Um, what general advice can, can you give to them? Um, and I know I read before that for you, it's so important to be able to climb, run on the flat and also descend. Yes. At first, for me, the most important word in this sport is patient, uh, paciencia. Patience. Patience. Yeah. It's the most important thing. Your best performance will be possible if you if you can train uh, many years. Yeah, like in your case, it was ten years maybe yes. before yeah, you yeah. got to that perfect race. If you can train ten years 
without injuries, you 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 will have your best performance in 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 as in the sport. But uh, a trail runner uh, have to be good in 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 all things in running in flat uh, running in downhills running in uphills it, it's important to be good in in all types of of terrains technical terrains uh, fast terrains is sure. do, do, do you spend a lot of work in the gym pablo doing strength work yeah 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 it's, i think is is very important it's very important to run fast, you need a, a good strength. So I spend all, all days. I I I do a, a gym or wow. or or core or uh, mobility or, yeah. or 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 maximum strength. But all days I spend a minim, minimum minimum uh, fifteen minutes and maximum one hour. Wow. Would you do that, Pablo, before you go running, after you go running, or as a second session in the day? Yes, depends. Uh, for example, if I if I go to the CAR... Uh, yeah, the High Performance Center near where you live, yeah. Yes, I, 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 I had a, a, a session during the morning. The most important session during the morning and uh, in the afternoon I'll I'll go to the to the gym. But for example, if I if I have a a, inter, a hard interval session, uh, I spent about 30 minutes uh, before the the session in in do core or or uh, some mobility or activation. Well, okay. Um, I know also speed work, Pablo, is very important to you as well. And yes. it's not just about being for hours and hours on the mountains and on the hills. You do a lot of speed work on the flat and also speed sessions on mountains as well. Yeah, yeah. For, for example, my, my longest uh, train uh, to, to, the, to the train in TDS. Yeah was one session about nine hours was a test so for your 18 hour race your longest was nine yes hours. nine hours and about five session about five hours and the rest uh, the maximum the maximum was about three and a half hours wow okay so okay. one session uh, with nine hours five session with five six hours Oh, sorry. And the rest of the session uh, was uh, three, three and a half hours. Okay. Okay. Um, for me, it's, it's very important the fast in in endurance, right? Because if you can run easy, about three thirty, three twenty per k. Yeah. Yeah. When you have uh, in a flat session in the 90k about 4k is is easy for for you and it's a good pace for an endurance trail. Do you understand? Yeah, sure, absolutely. And um, a question that a lot of people often ask Pablo as well is, do you use poles? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, I think is is uh, is a very important thing. Uh, 
There, there isn't some studies, uh, scientific studies about this, but my experience says that it's an important thing because you have two, two legs more to, to, to climb. Sure, two more yeah. points. You, you, yeah. you, you can use uh, four, uh, cuatro puntos de apoyo. Uh, yeah, four, four, points. four points of support. Four, uh, four points of, of support to, to climb. So uh, when you, when you are in the top of the mountain, your, your legs are, uh, are, están más descansadas. Uh, They're more rested. Yes. So you can run fast in the downhill. Okay, yeah. Um, speaking of running fast, Pablo, what shoes um, would you recommend wearing in long trail races? Do you go for heavy shoes with lots of support or do you go for lighter, fast shoes? Uh, well, uh, I like uh, chain shoes in the, in, the, in the long trails. In the, in the ultra running Ultra running races, I like to change my shoes at the middle of the race. Okay. Okay. But depends. For example, in Transgran Canaria, my Marley Reds, uh, in the first part, I use uh, a fast, uh, fast and, and light guest uh, shoes because the, the first, the first part of Transgran Canaria is, is very fast. It's very reliable and I use a, uh, a graphic speed uh, LD model. Okay. And in the second part, uh, when you are tired and when your pace is slower than the first part, I prefer use a percussion shoes and and a shoes that is better in the in the downhills. Okay. Because you have more more support. Sure, sure. I I, I know for recovery, Pablo as well. Massages are very important to you. That you get lots of massages during the week as well. <laughs> yeah, also my girlfriend is physiotherapist, so <laughs> it's not a problem for for me. But I think it's it's very important. It's most important the uh, assimilation of a train that the, 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 the that the own train. Okay. Yeah. So it's more important the assimilation, allowing your body to rest and recover yeah. from yeah. training sessions. Yeah. For me, you only have to do uh, the train that is possible uh, assimilate. Yeah. Only do the training that your body can assimilate. Yeah. yeah. I think it, I think is the is the best option, and the physiotherapist and massage. It's very important to assimilate the, the work. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, for people listening in, Pablo, um, I'm sure they're wondering what nutrition strategy you have during races. And I mean, we could spend probably a full hour talking about food and nutrition, but just in, in general, any pieces of advice in terms of nutrition <laughs> during races? <laughs> For, for the you, you know me and and you know that I use uh, only a carbohydrate uh, liquid. Oh, oh, carbohydrates, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we saw on your Instagram video last week at the recovery. But it's not my, my real identification. <laughs> it's a, it's a fake. <laughs> it's a, a funny, a funny video, but in, in my races, I only use a li liquid, liquid food. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's liquid food, liquid gels, yeah. yeah. Liquid because I think it's easier to assimilate for your body. So I, my, my advice is uh, 60 grams of carbohydrates, more or less, per yeah, hour. Yeah. Okay. And I use a lot of caffeine. I think it's very important for, for use uh, fats in the, in the race. Okay, 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 very, very interesting. Um, Pablo, talking about the, the future, um, and there's, there's so many race circuits out there at the moment. Now, I know things are in paralysis at the moment with coronavirus and so on, but how for an elite runner like you do you now choose what race circuits to do? We've got sky running. Ultra Trail World Tour, Spartan has come in as well. Very difficult to choose now. I have done all circuits. <laughs> I uh, I have I have done sky running. I have done World Championships. I have done UTMB. Uh, I don't know, but for me, my first motivation is UTMB. I think is okay the best race in the Thailanding world yeah. and this race for me is the possible to be a professional runner okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. but I think the new circuit uh, Spartan race yeah have a lot of money and I think will be interesting for the the runners sky running sky sky running world cup is is an interesting circuit because uh, half uh, has uh, uh, an incredible races, uh, technical races, beautiful races. But I think at the moment the the UTMB is the the strongest the strongest race. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, since I've got to know the UTMB, for me, it, it's the Olympic Games of the trail running. Yes, world. it's the unofficial Olympic Games in the trail running world. Um, Pablo, you mentioned trail running has become more and more professional. There's more and more professional athletes in trail running. Sometimes when money comes into a sport, yep. you also see a rise in doping. Yep. Um, have you seen or heard suspicions of doping coming into the trail running world? Are you afraid of doping coming into the trail running world? Yes, yes, of course. If uh, there are money, uh, if there is uh, money, a lot of money, there is uh, dopers. But uh, I don't know. I think uh, the the money is is the money can change uh, the mentality of the of the sport. Sure. But I think. Uh, there are uh, good people in in mountain running, but it's impossible uh, control it 
all the all the bad people. Yeah. So it's a it's a difficult question. I I think the the doping uh, existed. How do you say existed? Yes. It's in the in the trail running world, but is is little in comparison with comparison is, is yeah, good in comparison goal. with in comparison with other uh, sports like cycling or or athletics or football, but football sure. is is not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and I think while we've seen trail running grow so much over the last ten years, especially on continental Europe, it's still maybe small compared to big city marathons, where the prize purse is a lot bigger still than the biggest trail running races in the world. So if an athlete is going to dope, they'll probably choose to do so in the big city marathons where the, the prize checks are absolutely enormous. And while there's more money coming into trail running, that temptation hopefully won't be there for a long time yet. And in the meantime, I know ITRA, they have their anti-doping program And I think we'll see more responsibility um, on the IAAF to ensure that doping controls are very strong in trail running, and especially in their championships as well. It will have to be. Yes. Uh, do uh, anti-doping controls is, uh, how say, caro? Uh, expensive. It's expensive. So uh, all depends uh, about the money yeah all depends about the money if there are a lot of money there are a lot of will will be a lot of uh, there, there are there are a lot of controls doping controls okay. if if there is money it's impossible to to do doping controls because okay. it is 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 very expensive sure 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 have you raced against many africans pablo on the on the mountains over the last few years yes the africans uh, are a, a very good runners flat runners mm, but i don't know if it's possible i can't imagine an african runners go down fast uh, in a very technical downhill uh, and Of course, the, the doping in, in Africa is, yeah. is, is present. A big problem. Well, it's if big. I had to bet on um, Team Spain against Team Kenya in a trail running world championship, I, now, my money would be on Team Spain. Now is, is, is better the Spanish team in, in trail running. Yeah. Because, uh, for example, in the last race in the Sky Running World Cup, Uh, in Limone, the last year, there are four uh, Kenyans in the race, and finished uh, behind me, and I'm finishing in 16 position. Okay. And I feel very tired because uh, all the October month I I was uh, in in races, and I finished my my season finished uh, in TDS, so. Uh, if you are African, you can run fast, but you can't. Uh, you can 
slow in you can run fast uh, in the mountains yeah. o, sea, o sea porque seas africano yo creo que no quiere decir que vayas a correr rápido en montaña que puedes correr rápido pero no just because you're an African athlete doesn't mean you can send the technical method quickly Pablo <laughs> uh, just as we get to the end of the interview uh, it's a question I ask all of our special guests what is your favorite place in the world to run and to train in uh, it's, it's easy for me this this question. Uh, I love uh, Picos de Europa. Wow, okay. uh, uh, I don't know if the people know Picos de Europa, but uh, uh, the, it's a mountains that uh, in in the north of Spain. Okay. Uh, yeah. in the, it's in between León, uh, Asturias, and Cantabria, and is these mountains. Uh, are similar uh, dolomitas. Okay, today initially, yeah. Okay. It's the same okay. time of, of the line. For me, it's the, the most beautiful uh, landscape to to do a try, trail running. And uh, my dream is win the Travesia Integral Picos de Europa. That okay. was my, my first endurance race. Wow, wow. Well, hopefully... Um, when restrictions are lifted, Pablo, and life gets back to normal, that dream will come true. And I know you have an invitation to Ireland, Pablo, as well. Yes. Time, the Eco Trail in Wicklow told me to tell you that there's an invitation from them to join them in September in Ireland. If, if we're free and if the restrictions are lifted, to come and um, have a special day with us in, in Dublin and in Wicklow at the end of September this year. You'd be very, very welcome. Yes, I would like to to run in in Ireland. I never stayed in Ireland or in United Kingdom in a, in the north of Europe. I I never stay, and I would like to to run in in this land landscape and raining landscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Well, listen, Pablo, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much indeed for the interview, and hopefully Welcome. we'll see you soon racing and competing and winning and before the end of the year. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to you, and sorry to my bad English. <laughs> no problem, it was absolutely great. It was an absolute pleasure. <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>